Section 9 of Mother Earth, Volume 1, Number 4, June 1906. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Mother Earth, Number 4, Motherhood and Marriage by Henriette Firth. Translated from the German for Mother Earth by Annie Malley Hicks. Knowledge becomes understanding only when its scope includes the origin, the development, and the conclusion of things. Bakufen, right to motherhood. The future will endeavor to extend its power through its own ideas of facts and appearances. However unfamiliar these may seem, rather than be influenced by a past and submerged civilization with a spirit far removed from its own. There could hardly be a more appropriate introduction to our remarks on motherhood and marriage than these words of Bakovin's, for there are few human relations whose traditional stages, taking through outside causes and effects, an established form, have become eternal law and sacrament, as is the case in the realm of sex relations, motherhood and marriage. For most people, these two conceptions are inseparably bound together, or rather, are in ratio connected as their ideas of morality and religion are synonymous. Marriage in the Romish church is a religious sacrament, and in the collective Christian and Jewish worlds, the only sex relation acknowledged as customary and possible is the one based on a monogamous union. To work out logically from this standpoint, the only condition of motherhood, which is socially justified, is that one which is the result of marital relations. In consequence, motherhood, without the consent of the state or the benefit of the clergy, is just as logically condemned. And they who thus sit in judgment flatter themselves to be the prophets of an advanced and enlightened era, engrafting their personal feelings and rights on the religious and awful order of the universe or in common parlance and as our introduction so aptly put it these good people wish to intend the domination of the ideas of their own time over all the past and into all the future marriage seems to them an everlasting institution a godly regulation through which they can lend to their individual bias the dignity of that which is humanly purest and highest Consequently, it also seems to them that the present form of marriage and its accompanying conditions for motherhood, resting as these do on the mutual consent of God and man, that these are to be in all eternity the permanent form of sex relations. But when we stop one moment only to free ourselves from preconceived and obsolete ideas and look at motherhood and marriage from the calm, an unprejudiced standpoint of historical development and growth, how differently do these in reality appear. Many advanced thinkers have done this, and their views have here and there found adherence. Not so, however, with the average seeker for light and truth, who, if he wished to succeed, must stem the tide of prejudiced opinion. But the day has come when, if all signs do not fail, spring is here, and a thousand and one buds of promise are pushing toward the light when a wider and saner understanding of motherhood and marriage is at hand and it is not an untimely spring either not one which the treacherous sun of january calls forth only to blight with later snow and frost no 
It is the real light and life-giving spring, which comes when the sap begins to run, when the sun calls up smoky mist from out the brown earth, ready to enclose the seed, which shall bring forth summer flowers and autumn fruits. And this same brown misty earth, what a different aspect shall she present to her children, for whom conditions are so changed with truer sex relations, encompassing the ethical and spiritual needs of the free individual. Then only will it be possible to base these needs and demands on the surrounding world of realities filled with material and spiritual phenomena. But first it must be proven that the present form of marriage and its effect on motherhood is not necessarily permanent, but, like all else, subject to natural development and change, what indeed is the much-talked-of marriage bond of today, which is considered the cornerstone of both church and state, is it something toward which the steps of development in nature and history all go? No seriously-minded person could in truth make such a statement. In the plant and animal kingdoms whose species evoke as do those of the human race, we find no examples of sex relations to which the term marriage would apply and this is also true of the historical development of man and social conditions it is not marriage but motherhood which has given permanence to sex relations wherever they appear motherhood standing at the source of life with its creative and ever recreative force goddesses enthroned in solitude surrounded not by time or place these are the mothers about them formed and formless eternal stability and endless change in images of all created life thus does goethe describe the depths of being which enclose the eternal mystery of motherhood leading not into known but unknown paths and truly how far have we strayed from the path of true and natural feelings when we seek to justify motherhood from the standpoint of expediency and custom it is something in itself holy and it is own reason for being i ask all mothers all real mothers when their child comes to them with eyes brimming with childlike love and affection against which all else counts for naught i ask them do they think whether that child is legitimate or what is called an illegitimate child no the joy of motherhood completely fills the heart there is no room for other feelings and truly the answer comes nature does not discriminate between the legitimate and illegitimate mothers any more than she labels the children brought into the world as such and this alone is the foundation to which we must hold fast nature acknowledges motherhood only wisely providing for its needs not so marriage which is a form men have given their sex relations and established from the standpoint of social and economic exigencies and considerations it is consequently subject to limitations and changes motherhood is an eternal force lying at the root of life not subjected to time or change End of section nine